Haha, joke's on you, bitch. How could you say that about the Jews, Dan? <laughs> Damn it. Got me. Got me real good. Got him again. Uh, guys, welcome back to another episode of Awesome Awful. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. We decided to do a last second change instead of doing farming because we could find nothing awesome about farming. Not a damn thing. A whole bunch of sad shit and awful and infuriating. Uh, but Existential. Just, yeah. So like I wrote down so, bad. so many fucking just like sad things. Like there's 805 million people who are food insecure uh, in the world. It's like oh my god, cat, get out. It's going after your TV. But a little troublemaker. Yeah, we decided to uh, we're gonna do history because we and Dan both love history. Oh my god, and I love, it. love it so much. I think that's something that we could easily talk about for hours. We so, could have a history podcast. Huh? We probably could have a history podcast. We for fucking sure like, we could. could. We could talk forever about yeah. this shit. Well, I mean, there's just so many different topics of history that you can talk about that are just endlessly fascinating to me. So, like, for one, uh, you know, so I don't know what's politically correct now, if it's African-American history or if it's black history. Because I took the co- uh, college course and it was called Black History. And how could they? Right, yeah. So I mean I'm going <laughs> off of that that was not even a year ago that I took it, so I'm gonna go with just black history. And but at the same time, like I love Morgan Freeman. Because he was uh, someone some jackass interviewer was like, How do you feel about African American history? He's like, It's stupid, we shouldn't have it. And then he's what? What let me ask you, what month is white history? What month is Jewish history? What month is you know, Mexican history. Oh, well, there isn't one. Exactly. Yeah. African-American history is our history. We just need to teach it. Like, we, instead of... Singling it out. Singling yeah. out, we need to make sure that it is aware. And that's... Dude, taking that class, man. Are you aware... Have you heard of uh, the Tulsa race rights? No. <laughs> In uh, 1920, there was a Harlem... Uh, Oh, sorry. Was, I can't remember the exact dates. It was around 1920s. There was a black Wall Street in Tulsa where there were black-owned businesses. Uh, the black community there was fucking thriving. They were doing fucking great. Um, KKK didn't like that, so they took a fucking uh, crop duster plane and were dropping bombs on these black businesses Shooting black people in the streets. How is that uh, not an act of war? Exactly. Like, and you why did the federal government not get involved? Like we have literal domestic terrorism. Yeah. Like and that's what's 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 different than the NRA blowing up bombs because they're Catholic and they want and they the want IRA. People, IRA. I mean, yeah, no, not the NRA. Sorry, <laughs> but the IRA in, in Ireland. What's the difference between that? Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's it's bananas. So, they can whitewash that shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and that's exactly what they did. Dan. Yeah. No one fucking knew about it. Yeah. For years, I mean, they took that's crazy uh, because the the survivors they still had to live there. A lot of them left, but a lot of them had to live there, so they just. No one talked about it anymore. I mean, the just amount of fucking shit. Half of our community, half of our nation, or whatever the, the percentage is of our population that is black, African American, people of color, has has to, had, went through since 1619, I think, is when they first started bringing slaves over here. Uh, so it's just, it's, but it's left out. 
I mean, it is just straight left out of textbooks. I mean, I, one of the girls in my classes that I had, she was a recent high school graduate from Texas. And when they discussed the Civil War, they called it the War of Northern Aggression. Yeah. And, I mean, technically. Well, <laughs> if, if you want to go by states' rights, I mean, like, the states has its rights to, to succeed from a federal government. Right. It does. But, like, what but, rights were they trying to defend? I'm not saying, like, the moral <laughs> implications of yeah. what the Civil War was, because obviously the South for doing that was for, like, reprehensible reasons. Yeah. Like, I'm not defending the South by any no, means. I, I like, I want to get that clear. But, like, the states do have a right to succeed from the federal union that's inherently rotten and corrupted to its core. I'm all for the state succeeding right now because the federal government is completely rotten, utterly rotten, and it's done by the military-industrial complex. And the states should come together and go, hey, hey, let's let's look at this logically and let's see what we can fucking do about this because they're just going to keep grabbing more and more and more and more power and they're never going to give it back. They never will. Yeah, so anyways. That's exactly what, I mean, we can just jump around history. That's exactly what Caesar did. Yeah, I mean, he just like what we were talking about before the mics went hot. How there is no left and right side anymore. There's just people creating crises to save us from yeah. them, and that's what Caesar did. I listened to the uh, Celtic Holocaust from Dan Carlin. Shout out to hard, hard, Hardcore History. Oh my god, dude, that fucking that, that shit changed my fucking life listening to that. Because what he I'm did, listening to Kings of Kings. So I'm gonna, dude. I'll need to yeah. get more in depth with these because that's the only one that I've listened to and it's six and a half hours long so I mean <laughs> every uh, episode is it seems yeah. like yeah but that's exactly what he did is he became the ruler him and he had a, a triad him and two other guys and he ends up being the main guy but he just kept creating problems he kept saying oh would these you want to be a, would you want to be the main guy in a triad <laughs> <laughs> depends on what type of triad we're talking yeah, about here. we're talking about the good kind yeah <laughs> but uh the shower kind yeah <laughs> um but anyways so, go on yeah it's just that's what the it's what you're talking about the military industrial complex it was even back then that this guy had the self-awareness to go if i want to maintain power i have to keep finding enemies to fight you know there's a 45 minute audiobook i'm gonna send you okay and it's about uh, it's it's written by a general in world war one Oh, shit. So it was before the, even the second, like, it was, this, this was the Great War, and yeah. he was a, a war hero in that war. He wrote the book called War is Just a Scam. Oh, okay. And it's about the power struggles and, and what, it, what war has always been about. It's been about territories and valleys, federal or natural resources, yeah. other people's resources, slaves, concubines. It's been that way since the sands of time. For the, yeah. And it hasn't changed just the concepts have and it's dark (laughs) and it's like it's like only like 100 pages 125 pages and it's like a 45 minute audiobook that's crazy yeah I I have to remember what it is but I'll I'll definitely send it your way I can't pull that uh, shit up Jamie (laughs) oh by the way you're uh, the pull that up Jamie shirt that I got you should be here in a couple days oh don't can't wait it's a fucking awesome shirt. Like, it's got a fucking alien. Yeah, it looks pulled, cool as shit. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, up. I'm excited about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what about... Uh, so, what is your favorite time in history to study about? Oh, that one. The present moment. Because, <laughs> I mean, uh, think about it, though. Yeah. Literally, history-making headlines are happening every single day about exactly. climate change. Yeah. Like, 
if we make it through this climate climate change, like if we make it through this period of oh my god, we better fucking do something about this. Mm-hmm. My anxiety is sky high tonight. Sorry, but like if we don't do anything about it, we're all dead. Yeah. Right. That's literally existentialism, like to its to the nth degree. Right. It's like it it doesn't matter because we're all gonna fucking drown. Yeah. And so. But if we do end up doing something about it, people a hundred years from now are going to be like, wiping the sweat from their brow, like, holy shit, they really got together in the last fucking quarter. Yeah. You know? Like, they're going to be rereading this history that's that's been being, make, being made in the next 20 years. Yeah. This is the most important time in history. Right. And it's, we have to get our fucking shit together. And Otherwise, scary. we're all dead for all of the, all of the generations to come. It's yep. fucking insane. <laughs> and nobody understands that gravity because everybody's like, oh, climate change, and they just shut their brain off. Because yeah. it's so fucking much to grasp. Yeah. Do you have one thing that I, uh, person that I hate, the like, I just have a, it's just something that I, I, uh, I can't stand this person to where I, even if he's making coherent arguments, I just, like, when you say climate change, people shut their brains off. Anytime Ben Shapiro speaks, I shut my brain off. I, I can't listen to the guy just go like this, and he just and then it spouts out four or five different definitions in one yeah. sentence about but, three different topics. Yeah. yeah. So he was talking about so the, so they're going to say that the oceans are going to rise and that all these beaches and properties are going to be flooded. Do you think that those people are going to stay there, or are they going to sell their properties? Who are they going to sell them to? There, Benny. Because guess what, bud? Uh, if the property is underwater. No one's going to be able to live there. Right. But he acted like, yeah, duh, you fucking idiots. Aren't they just going to sell their houses and move? What? Like, uh, but who would buy that guy? You know, like, there, who's gonna... there is some encouraging news with this, though. Is that, which is, it's the cynical part of it, which is, like, even grosser to me, is why this is what's waking people up, hmm. is um, that... Investment bankers, hedge fund managers, uh, people, big, big, big business people, right? Right. They're starting to uh, assess risk and how much they'll lose with climate change. So, and it's for the most cynical reason ever, I'm actually optimistic about climate change. Because if anybody's going to change anything, it's going to be big business. And... It doesn't matter what your stance is on big business. Me, I personally hate them motherfuckers because this is the conclusion that they're coming to. Is my fucking bottom dollar is going to go down because millions of people are going to drown. That's what, And now, now we have to tip the scales. Yeah. Now we have to fucking do the right thing. Yeah, that yeah. fucking infuriates me to my core. Yeah. I want to knock the teeth into every single one of them people on the, on the fucking boards. But... In and of itself, it is encouraging. Yeah, because... Because they are the ones that are going to get it done. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what, like, uh, we were talking about that, I think, on the conspiracy conspiracy theories one, of how, for the status quo for the longest time, was just kind of, yeah, racism racism exists, but we're not going to do anything about it. Oh, my God, And then June 2020 happens, and now there's Black Lives Matter, NFL, Amazon, there's, you know, black... Then they leaned uh, into it. Yeah, they they, they just leaned yeah. hard because they yeah. saw, oh, that's going to affect the bottom dollar. And, and there's a marketing opportunity. Yeah, there. and like they, and people have just been fucking spooning that shit up. Uh, so of course, you know, I mean, it's going to take 
big money to fucking get, you know, to right the ship that we're on. Because, you know, scientists have been screaming for, for years saying that... Since the 90s. Yeah, that we have got to change or we're not going to have a planet left. And, and honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, like, where I'm at right now today, 2020, what is it, Mar- uh, March 29th, or April 29th, I don't think we're going to catch up. I think we're all dead. I really do. And if that's the case, that too is kind of liberating yeah in a sense it's like oh fucking live your best life because your children won't be able to you know like <laughs> fuck no i completely understand i know i mean it's but that, well it's just that that uh so when uh just to be even more depressing when people who are about to commit suicide finally are there to where like I've made the decision I'm going to commit suicide. They have this calmness that comes over mm-hmm. them. All of a sudden, their anxiety goes away. Their fucking blood pressure goes down. Because yeah. they've made the choice of it's going to end. Yep. So we are in that same boat of... But you not can... that we're going to kill ourselves, but that the world is just going to end and that there's nothing that we can do. So we just kind of like, well, fuck, I guess this is it. In a positive note, though, yeah. since you did double down on my darkness, I'm going to re-up on the positive okay. side. You can deal with death mm-hmm. if you do it from a diff- from an outside perspective looking in. Like, if you know that every single moment is impermanent, mm-hmm. the end moment's going to be the exact same thing. Yeah. You can deal with it. You can. I mean, it's going to happen to everybody. If you just deal with death as an existential concept... It's gonna be fine because right. you better make the most of it now, you know. But well, yeah, there's that. So to kind of double down on your happiness, there, I think I don't. It's accredited to Denzel Washington. He's like, if you had eighty six million such and such money, and someone took ten dollars from you, would that matter? No. No. Okay. So then, why? Are you letting someone take oh, 86,000 seconds in a day or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Like, so he's like, why would you let someone 10 second interference ru- ruin your life, ruin that day for you? Yeah. I was like, fuck, that's corny as fuck, but that's true. It's it's the it's yeah. the corny insights are the, are the truest. Right, yeah. It's like, hey, is that really going to affect me in literally two minutes? Yeah. No, so then why are you going to let it ruin your day? Right. You know, because you have to, if you think about the nature of consciousness, it can be, your attention can be interrupted at any time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you're just, someone just fucking cut you off, but then your favorite song comes on the radio. Yeah. All of a sudden, if you want to still be mad about the person who cut you off, you have to make the choice to be, to mad. be mad at that again. It's like, or you have yeah. my, shut my, my phone, my Apple Music is like, it fucking just knows me and it plays that one jam that I'm like yep. constantly like alright exactly. Apple I see you like I see you listen to me and you know what I need to hear right now and it just yeah that you have to make the conscious choice to be angry like that's just one situation that I'm uh, I, I found myself in recently where I was talking to a friend of mine and we were having a good time like we were hanging out had a great time hanging out and now I'm being ghosted. Oh shit. Like and it's a dude doing it. Fuck that guy. And I'm like, bro, like you can't just say what's yeah, up. Just touch my dick. Not, not even that. But it's like <laughs> like we were just hanging out, we had a great conversation, we're talking yeah, yeah. about stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, fucking memes, 
Snapchat, chat, you know, and then like constantly all week being left on red. And it's like, guys, you know what, man? Like, I'm talking dude. about me. No, oh no, God no! no uh, like to my face, like yeah. damn, bro. But it's like, guys, I, I'm not fucking twenty anymore. Yeah. Like, if you want, don't want to hang out, be friends, whatever, just fucking go. Just tell, tell me. Yeah. You know, just uh, don't fucking sit here. Go fucking play games. I got shit to do, man. Like, I get and, it. Yeah. So it's this whole choice of being angry. Like, and my, I was talking to my friend Sarah. What's up, Sarah? Hey, and, like and she knows who I'm talking about, but uh, fuck that guy. And uh, <laughs> but it's like I can't. I'm not mad. I'm yeah. not hurt. I'm not sad about it. I'm annoyed that you've wasted my time yeah, because that's in the past. Yeah, but yeah, that's where I'm like, yeah, it's it's, it's already been wasted. Yeah, so I mean, like, yeah. all right, I'm not getting that back. And you're, and so for me, the people that the toxic people in my life, because I am 100 percent on board. Cut out the toxic people in your life. Oh, yeah. And there is no... You don't need to... Like, uh, one of the biggest things I was talking... We've talked about this a couple of times. Forgiveness is not reconciliation. Oh, that's a good one. So... I keep saying that's a good one. I need to write that one. Yeah. Remember, like, keep... Put that one in my memory. Yeah, dude, right? So, it's... You could forgive somebody. Do it for yourself. Don't do it for them. Because yeah. forgiveness is only going to help you. It's not going to absolve them of anything. It's going to make you feel better. And you don't have to see that person again. You don't have to talk to that person again. And for me, I am like, uh, I am two out of three of the people that I said that I would never talk to again. I have never talked to them again. Damn. Because I don't know if it's because I'm petty or just that I stick to my fucking guns when I just want to, I want to just be, I want to be a man of my word. And if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to fucking do it. Fuck yeah. And if you cross a line to a point where you are never going to talk to me or hear from me again, then that means that you you done fucked up, kid. That's a and big line. Yeah, that's a huge line for yeah. me. And uh, when we were in high school, me and Sarah, we had a. Uh, she was in college. We just graduated from high school, and she's probably gonna be really mad at me telling telling all thirty seven of our listeners or however many that it is uh, about this. But it was just I can't even remember exactly why because we've been friends since we were sophomores in high school. So we graduated in 08. That's 12, 13 years would be uh, 21. And add two to that. So we've been friends for like 15 years. Damn. Yeah. That's a long time. Right? Yeah. And, but there was like a year and a half or some shit. I can't remember the exact time. Because again, it's in the past. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed by it because of the way I acted. Uh, she was in college fucking doing her life living her life living her fucking 18 year old college life living her truth yeah uh, <laughs> I had a cousin who had died uh, from drinking and driving and so I was like really against drinking oh, yeah and at that time and you know I, sh- I was like hey you're in high school going I miss you yeah yeah you're you're in fucking you know bumfuck nowhere Iowa how you know I was like oh that's great and she kept, like was made a point to tell me that she wasn't drinking and then like it was like six months into her being away she's like yeah I've been drunk this whole entire time oh shit and I was like okay well guess what never talking to you again and it was like again there's more to it I can't remember it all and but because it's in the past I don't I don't want to remember it because the friendship that I have with her now is one of the best friendships that I've ever had in my entire life that's good man I mean I can literally talk to her about 
any fucking thing. Plus, people grow and change. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like yeah. my opinions have grown and changed. I still think drinking and driving is bad. I always will. Uh, but eighteen-year-old kids, fucking in high, in college. That's the thing about it. She was extraordinarily safe about it. I mean, I mean, she, she never died. Yeah, she didn't die. So uh, she good. didn't go. You know fucking driving all the time I mean she did it at her dorm so I mean she was about as safe as she could be with it but you know, that's that's a college experience I can't be mad at somebody for going to college and having a fucking time of their life first time away from home like that's I was said, point, that's yeah. where I was like okay I was being a childish dickhead well I mean you were also projecting too yeah, I mean you true. I mean she, you can't tell someone how to live their life you know like if she's yeah. she's gonna make her fucking choices and you know but like it's yeah. The part, the point, the the bad part about it though is she lied. But uh, I mean, again, people grow out of that shit. You know, it's like yeah. she was doing it to spare your feelings, though. So it's yeah. like, and that's what she said. She's yeah. like, I think you'd be mad. I'm like, yeah, oh, fucking course I would be mad. But uh, you'd be even, you'd be less mad if you were just honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, it's like that old adage my mom used to use. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, and like I wouldn't have been. <laughs> that mad. makes I me. Just, wor- that makes me feel worse. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't have been mad. I just would have been disappointed. Yeah. But now I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. So we had, we didn't talk for like a long ass time. I think it might have been like a year and a half to almost two years. But I met a friend. Another met another friend, and we got to talking. And she had this really close friend, and they had a falling out. And I was like, Why don't you just call her? What's stopping you from calling her? But what if she doesn't want to talk to me? I said, yeah, but what if she does? And Oh, shit. Yeah, but and, what if she does? Yeah, yeah. It was like, like, nobody ever thinks about that. She's like, oh, man, I, yeah, I, yeah. I never thought about that. And then I started telling her about Sarah, and she goes, why don't you call her? And I was like, I don't know, but what if she doesn't want to talk to me? And she was like, but what if she does? And I was like, fuck. All yeah, right. This is a fucking straight up a movie, man. And the, dude, I remember fucking vividly we were because we used to drive around omaha all the time and we were on fucking at exarbon right before like you know it's it's a huge spot right now yeah but they had just started building it up and they had the tower had just gone up stinson park shout out to stinson Stinson park Park. that's it and i was turning out to go on to center and i texted sarah i was like hey how you doing like a minute later she's like hey what's up like i mean instantly and then but we've been Non-stop. We have a streak bow, going bow, now bow, 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 bow. on inst- on Snapchat. We're 942 days deep on our streak on Snapchat. That's super deep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some days it's not. It's just like, oh, fuck, I forgot to send you one. <laughs> and it's gonna, last minute. You're going to uh, get to 1,000. You're yeah. going to get to 10,000. Probably, yeah. I don't know how many days is that. That's I don't know either. That's like 20 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyways. So, but again, leading to this... Uh, of being a man of my word, the, uh, the 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 very next person that I swore that I'll never talk to was that girl, uh, is because she, she was an alcoholic, and she never was never uh, toxic towards me, but I saw her her toxicity, and I was kind of like clouded the room. Yeah, when she yeah. got drunk, she got real fucking Ooh, mean, and that, one of the feisty bitches. Yeah, dude, she was. So She's feisty. And, uh, she's sassy. Yeah. That's what that's Mike's words. <laughs> she's a very sassy woman. She's a fucking knucklehead. <laughs> but, uh, She'll give you nuggies. Yeah. No, uh, so we had this... I was, for a long time, I was just this fucking 
like magnet for like any time a woman would show me any type of like friendship, affection, and be like, okay, I'm in love with you. Mm. And uh, that's just from I think being a virgin and oh shit, not actually knowing what yeah, uh, like real affection was or like just any type of I. I've grown a lot since like from now when from when I was 18 to now I look back usually when you're in high, you look back to when you're in high school and go Ugh, like oh I just did a whole bunch of stupid shit and it makes you cringe at like three o'clock in the morning sometimes yeah I mean just there's like those one memories that yeah. no one else members remembers no. but you're it's fucking vivid in your mind for me it was like from 18 to 22 or 23 yeah, 23 uh, 2013 is when i turned 23 and that was the worst year of my life since nobody then, likes you when you're 23 yeah. but uh so still like, like i got i met her and when we were like 20 and we were about to turn 21 and again it's been so long it's that we were friends for two years and i haven't talked to her since then damn and but it was so, I just, cause I fucking can't, man. I can't go back on the shit that I've said. And the reasons that I left were completely valid at the time. And, uh, we, we talked like one time after we sat or, you know, we fucking split. But even then it was just, it was wrong. It was just, it didn't feel right. Damn. And she like. We were like, we're, hey, we're going to hang out. We're going to go for a drive. I was like, great. Because that was like our fucking thing was we'd get off work at Pepper Jack's and she didn't have a car because she had a DUI so she wasn't driving. We'd get my fucking Crown Vic and this <laughs> land boat yeah. and we would literally sail around Omaha. I mean, it was, we fucking cool. just do yeah. jam out to music. I fucking know so many goddamn streets in Omaha because for two years, that's all we did. How long would you guys drive for? Hours. We would go. We get off at like ten o'clock at night, and then we wouldn't get home until two, three, or four o'clock in the morning. You ever try to find like a neighborhood you've never been in before? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, uh, dude, I there is the best fucking view of downtown Omaha. Is you go so tenth street, right? You go to Nighthawks. Okay, and then shout us Nighthawks. Nighthawks. Yeah. Give me fifty bucks, get, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need gas money. Fucking sponsor this podcast. Sponsor this podcast. Put uh, a. <laughs> So you do that, and then you get the, the road in front of the airport. Yeah, Abbott Drive. Abbott yeah. Drive, yeah, yeah. And you take that the entire way around in front of the airport, and you go into Carter Lake, yeah. Iowa. and it turns and into Cumming Street, yeah. You literally turn a corner, and it's woods, lake areas, is fucking swamp. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, it's yeah. literally First National Bank Tower, Woodman Tower, dead at night. They have it all lit up. Super cool it's, stuff. Dude, it's one of the best sites you'll ever fucking see. Another good one's from the interstate, mm-hmm. when you're driving around uh, from 480... When you're going, when you're taking 480 south, and you yep. go around that little curve, oh, and then, yeah. um, no, 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 I'm sorry, uh, the other way. So you're going. Um, I'm trying to think when you go down 480. But yeah, go ahead. Anyway, so you're going in, going in from the so like Douglas kind of turns into uh, that little curve area with the, uh, the junction and the interstate. Oh yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, and, yeah, and you're, okay. good, and you're kind of going around the curve on the right side, and you can kind of just see like the whole. Because last night the, the the whole downtown was lit up by the moon, Ooh. so it's like you're up high and you're seeing like the cityscape. Yeah. So it's like, oh shit, I've never seen Omaha from this angle before. Yeah. It's actually pretty fucking dope, yep. you know? Yeah. But yeah, so uh, yeah, because the inter yeah you're on the interstate yeah. and you're turning onto it, and it's like you're you're like above the city almost. 
Yes. She showed me that. Yeah. That she was like, look, I'm going to show you something. And she was like, I just need you to get down to the airport. Go whichever way you want. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to fucking show you some shit. So I showed her Horseshoe Bend. Oh, damn. And, and then we went, and I was like, yeah, that's my fucking family's restaurant. What's up? Four generations. And we went down, uh, six, it was not North 16th, because North 16th goes you that went, way. You went down Carter Boulevard. Yeah. And uh, went past Carter Lake, because every time that I've taken anyone to the airport, it's always been super early in the morning. So right from the airport, I take that boulevard, and I turn oh, yeah. right into Nighthawks, and I always have breakfast oh, every yeah. time I take someone to fucking to the airport. Treat morning. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Uh, so she was like, oh, this is dope. I, I, like, we have to go to Nighthawks one time. I was like, you fucking bet we do. Of course. We never did. But yeah. uh, You could have waited. You could have like, taken a really long drive and got right. home at 6 in the morning. Right, dude. Yeah. I should have fucked. Yeah. I never, all that time. That I was out until 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. I never thought to go down to the Nighthawks to get breakfast. <laughs> We'd have been there. Yeah. And it's like, I'm fucking tired of shit, hungry. It's like, I should just go to Nighthawks and then go to bed. And then go to bed, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then when she showed me that, and that's still just one of my best views of Omaha that I've ever been able to find is that drive. Yeah, it's a really cool drive. Yeah, so I mean, it's just... The person that I was fucking five years ago, I'm not that person anymore. Yeah, that's the person and, who you were five minutes ago. Yeah, that's true. You know, like and like uh, one of the worst things for me is like I was a fucking talker, mm -hmm. and I would just fucking go 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 go, and I would just fucking just dig myself into these fucking graves, and then and just each mouthful was a fucking shovel of dirt out. But I got fired from the post office for talking too much, and so I was like, all right, I'm never gonna fucking talk again. And I I've learned I've learned to talk better by not talking. Yeah. So I want to like, all right, I'm going to make sure I choose my words. I want to make sure that they come out cor correctly and coherently. And I don't want to come off like a, uh, just awkward. Or Dude, listening is an art form. <laughs> you know, is. like it's, I call it my superpower because it's like, I can same here, bro. I like, I can deduce exactly what you're saying and I'm not waiting for you to get done so I can start talking because when you are done talking yeah. or I kind of see how like if you start rambling or something like this podcast or something you know like yeah. I can I can see it coming and, and kind of interject or like repeat what you said back to you yeah. to make sure that that's exactly what you said you know it's like an interview almost yeah. and then take a pause at the end gather my thoughts and talk to you that's yeah. how conversations are supposed to happen I know but when you have people who are talking over each other or and then, but, 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 and, 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 you know, they're like all in trying to make you stop your sentence so that yeah. they could start in on theirs. It's like, that's not, that's not how normal conversations happen. That's not how ideas get conveyed back and forth, yeah. you know? So it's like, it's really a superpower and nobody learns to do it, man. Like, I've never had a listening course in college. I know. That's one thing that they constantly talk about in college is how to develop critical thinking in uh, listen, being it like they just say listen better. Exactly. And it's like, but how do you do that? Well, you need to show that you you repeat back what they said, and then you want to summarize and you want to do like no, it's eye contact, it's being a relaxed engaged. Posture. Yeah, yeah. you engage. You just have to have a back and forth. <clears throat> but that's where you're talking about of the people going but 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 and da 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 da. That's one of the reasons why I love Jordan Peterson is when he is talking or being interviewed. He doesn't just go, okay, what are the, he's, 
So they ask him, so why you, the women's rights or whatever? And he He's looks, very postured, too. Yeah, and then he'll just sit back, he'll think for a moment. And then he'll explain himself. Yeah, he's extremely articulate. Yeah. Like, to almost a fault. Because he's he's more... He's articulate to a fault because people lose track of what he's saying. Yeah. You know, it's like, he's trying to be as precise as he can about a certain topic, but people lose the bigger picture of what he's talking about. Yeah. So, like, it's like... But there is... Unless you're being dishonest with both your, your own intellectual mm-hmm. intellect and... Other people who are reading your shit, if you misquote him, you better damn well know that you are you are being dishonest. Yeah, because he does not mess around with when about how precise he's trying to be, and yeah. he will correct you on it mid interview. That's what I love. <laughs> the one that got him famous, yeah, was that BBC one. Oh yeah, and she was. I mean, I'm just this is exaggeration, and he's like, yeah. So the sky's blue. So, oh, so what you're saying is... Yeah, yeah, he would clarify that, what they were saying, yeah. <laughs> well, that woman, she was like, so what you're trying to say oh, is... Oh, the woman was like trying yeah. to put words back So in when you say that the sky is blue, you mean that that's a male-dominant thing and that women are actually dumber than men. That's true. And he'd go, well, no, <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, what you just said is true, women are dumber than men, but... No, I'm just saying, he didn't never said that, but he's like, no, that's not what I said. He would then reiterate what he said, so as to... Really, just be again, be more articulate, and then she constantly. Like, so, what you're saying is this? He's no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm actually saying like, are the words have, that are fucking yeah, coming out. Do of I my have mouth. to repeat myself? Yeah, like, just, oh. <laughs> it, it was hard to watch because it was like I'm not a big fan of confrontation, but at the same time, it was just incredible to be like how he just. He got a little angry, but he didn't let that anger show. Yeah. He was just, no. He got, it was more frustration than yeah. anger. Yeah. Like, I have not said a single thing like that. This is what I said. But, I don't know, man. Yeah, so, the, uh, might as well just run out the three of them. The three of them was the, the third one uh, that uh, that I am no longer speaking to. Uh, so, 2013 was the worst year of my life, but it was also... Like, I had some really good moments in it. I met this girl. Like, she liked me. I liked her. We had a great time. Back and forth. Uh, looking back, there were several red flags. What? That I was like, no, pretty girl, like... Pretty girl talk to me. It let's me touch her and stuff. So, like, we're having a good time. Like Pretty girl. Yeah. yeah that's it. Pretty girl. That's where it stopped. Pretty girl. <laughs> but, so, we would spend, like, six hours at a time together. We never spent an entire day together. Damn. Yeah, six hours at a time, bro. Yeah. like Fuck, man. Good job. Uh, so, like, she's a girl. I lost my virginity, too. I'm like, I'm like, what's up? What's up? What's up, girl? Shout and out to her. she was like, like, you, are you sure you're, not, you're, sure you're a virgin? Because you're doing some stuff that... Some pent-up fucking anger. She was, I was like, I watch a lot of porn. Yeah, and uh, I'm a fat kid, and I've eaten Jello out of a fucking little pudding pop uh, without a spoon before. Mm-mm-mm. So I'm just gonna let Ladies. that one let that one hang in the air. But uh, and gentlemen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So the second time we had sex, we're both stone cold sober. It's like a fucking Tuesday. Hell and, yeah, yeah. Sex on a Tuesday, right? Yeah. I mean, it was fucking great because she was like texting me all the, like the day before, like. We need to fucking have sex now, like. And I Girls was like, get that way, man. Yeah, I was like, but they all right, get comfortable with you. I was like, fucking bet. Let's mm-hmm. like, when are you free? And the moment, at, like the day after, so like, well, the moment after, she just kind of became really distant, and 
uh, I was like, damn, I was like, what's up, baby? Like, let's fucking cuddle. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, you know, like, we don't have to get dressed. We can just sit here and be comfortable with each other. I mean, we literally just did the most intimate thing people could do. Yeah. So you don't have to get dressed. I don't have to get dressed. We can just sit here under the cover and we can be fine together. No, it's like, got out of bed, got out, got dressed, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, oh, that's fucking kind of cold. And she, like, didn't want to be touched and didn't want to be, like, near me at all. And then she just kind of, I was like, okay, well, I'm getting the vibe that you don't want me around anymore. Like, I said, do you want me to stay or do you want me to go? Because I'm not a fucking subtle guy. Just if I'm getting that thing, I'm going to be like, what do you want? Right. Do you want me to leave or do you want me to stay? She's like, yeah, if you, you can go if you want. I was like... No, do you want me to leave? Yes or no? She's like, I don't know. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. And you take the time that you need to come up with a yes or no answer. Fuck yeah. And she Make came back. Make a goddamn and, decision. And then she was just like, yeah, I just, I think I need to be alone right now. I'm like, all right. Uh, See so, you fucking later. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Fucking the next day, damn. And I'm telling you, this is a Tuesday fucking evening stone cold sober she says you know i just kind of feel like you took advantage of me what i said excuse me that's a, what and she goes yeah i just kind of feel like you took advantage of me and i was like okay well at no point in time did you ever say stop or push away from me or push me away or give any type of sign that you didn't want me doing what i was doing because if you had i would have stopped Right. Because I've had friends who were date raped. Yeah. I've had friends who were violently raped. Fuck, man. I never want to be a part of that. I want you to be as comfortable as humanly possible. Because, like I said, we are doing the one intimate thing that we can't be any more intimate than this. Yeah. And it comes, it's a trust between you and me. And if you're not trusting me at that time, I don't want a part of it. Right. And even if I'm fucking in the middle of it and you go, stop. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom it's real quick. time. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I'm going to take care of some business. And then we'll talk. We'll figure out what, what happened. Yeah. And then, but I would, so I was just completely fucking baffled. And then so she starts playing these fucking games with me of never talking to me, never texting me back, never initiating conversations. Sure. <clears throat> and then uh, I finally just was like, look, I'm not, I don't, I don't do this. I'm not doing this. I'm not, this is a, a relationship is a two-way street. Yeah. And I'm going down the one way constantly. You're never reaching out to me. I don't hear from you unless I text you first. I said, and that's just bullshit. It is. And so she was like, well, we need to talk. And I said, okay, fine. She's like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, all right, well, oh, it ain't mine. Because. Fuck, like, dude. This is like a drama playing out. Here. <laughs> dude, it was, it's not drama. It's just me being fucking stupid. Uh. She's like, I'm pregnant. I was like, well, it's not mine. Because it had been like two months since we actually, the last time we had had sex. And so, and she had said, you know. <laughs> I was like, you can still yeah. have to be no, pregnant she was like, two months. No, she was like, I have a period. We're all good. And okay. I was like, all right, fine. I mean, I'm not worried. I wore a condom. Like, I'm not, I'm not a fucking, I don't want to be a dad at 23. Right. So. And she goes, yeah, it's not yours. It's my ex-fiance's. And I was like, excuse me? And she's like, well, it was a Wednesday. And I was drinking by myself. And then this is... they. So the whole situation was... She was in a, an apartment with these dudes who wanted to like... they. She was one guy and two dudes in a three-bedroom apartment. 
And, like, they were getting real kind of, like, let's fuck type thing. And so she was like, yeah. And she shut that shit down. They're like, okay, well, you need to get out of here. And so they kicked her out. And I helped her move in to her then ex's apartment, which she had moved out of. And he had already found a place to move out of, move into. So he was just going to sign a new lease over to her. Anyway, it's convoluted as fuck. It's whatever. But he was still getting mail. So this is months after he's moved out. And this is months into our relationship. And he's still getting mail there. So he comes over that one night to pick up the mail. She's drunk as shit, she says. And she goes, yeah, you know, he just knows how to talk to me. And we just ended up having sex. And I said, oh, oh okay. because that sounds like he took advantage of you. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking verbatim I said that. Because I was still pissed about her saying that shit about me. And so she Damn. goes... Uh, Damn. So, she goes, so many layers to this. Yeah, she goes, no, 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 it wasn't that. And I was like, no, that's exactly what that was. And everyone in her fucking friendship group just, like, kicked her to the curb. Because he was abusive. Like, all this shit. And she was like, everyone Everyone said, why don't you just, you know, change the locks? If he wants to pick up his mail, set up a designated time in a public area. I mean, there's so many different things you can do. You don't have to be alone with him at any point in time. And uh, so they all just like, you know, you're just being stupid. And then, no, we, they kicked her to the curb. And so she was like, all hurt and vulnerable and stuff. And I was like, I was like, well, what do you want to do? Like, I mean... Because at this point, I was like, all right, I love you. And she had said she loved me. I love you, bitch. Yeah, I love you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, look, I love you. I want to be with you. Do I want to raise another man's child? Fuck no. No, Get I don't. Get the fuck out of my life. But, oh. I was, but still, I love you. I want to be with you. And she was like, well, we That's took plan so B. Yeah, dude, I'm so fucking stupid, damn. And first red flag I'd have been out of there. Yeah, the first red flag was us never spending so many times again. Yeah. No, actually, the very first red flag, a friend of mine was trying to be a tattooed model, and I liked one of her f- uh, pictures on Facebook. Oh, boy. This is a woman that I had known for years before I ever met Evil Woman. And then she flipped the fuck out that Damn. I liked someone's fit. Imagine like, if she never changes. Imagine if she's like this until she's like 67. I, I, honestly, I hope she's dead. Uh, Damn! Uh, fucking truth bombs out this bitch. Yeah, uh, so this is the truth, awesome, awful. But no, so like uh, gets personal. Yeah, that, that this is all should just been about me. Fuck my 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 history. Damn, <laughs> uh, it's just one link led to the other. But uh, you just took advantage of me. I did. I took advantage of you. I'm brain fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so we uh. Told you, listening is a superpower. Yes, it is, and you're fucking using it on me. <laughs> no, so I'm telling her, oh, I'll be with her. And she says she's taking plan B. Yada, yada, yada. We go back and forth. And it's end up being bringing us closer to one another. And I'm thinking, oh, great. We're actually in a relationship. It's, we both love each other. We both said that. Did you guys get a dog? No. The fucking problem is, Dan, she had her best friend, like, always over at her apartment. Oh, no. And I was like, you know, what the fuck? Like, you're always on your phone when we're together. Yet, you never text me back. You never text me first. And yet, you're always on your phone. Like, do you know what fucking signals that's sending me? It's sending me that you don't give a fuck about me unless you want something from me. And then you're mad at me. And the booty hole that can (laughs) get that chocolate pudding out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Never got that far. But, uh, 
And I was like, so that's what this is fucking telling me. And you have this fucking guy over at your apartment six days out of the fucking week. And she has the fucking audacity. Mike, 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 Mike. To say to me. Mike, Mike, Mike. No, I, Dan, trust me. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> and I'm going to get to that point here in a minute. Can I just say one thing? Yeah, quick? hit me. You're one of the smartest people I know. I was so fucking dumb here, Dan. <laughs> How could you be so fucking stupid? <laughs> oh, dude, you blind me with like... Boobies and like a booty that wouldn't quit, and she was a brunette. You could have just not. You could have. You could have just acknowledged the situation for what it was. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm just fucking this hoe. Right. I didn't want to do that. And then, and then decouple your fucking feelings if that's your true motivation for being with her. Yeah. But instead, you had the true motivation blinded by your fucking feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a, if you'd have just like looked at it for what it was, and you realize that, oh my god, there's no future here, yeah. you either go, you have two choices at that point. Why am I still here? Am I going to, you know, get past all of her cheating and confront this? Or am I going to detach all of my feelings and not give a fuck about this anymore? Because it's clearly not serving me. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> But you see, the thing is, Dan, this was the... You were 20. I was 23. 23, yeah. Uh, I was severely depressed. Ah. She was the first woman who actually said, hey, I actually want to touch your penis. Mm. And I like the way that, you know... I, I actually... am missing a lot of context. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... I'm projecting. Yeah. No, you're good. No, bro, trust me. <laughs> I've thought about this since yeah. the last seven years or however long that it's been. And, uh... But so, yeah, so she is... Starts, she says, she has the fucking audacity to tell me, well, that's just the way this things bitch. are. Uh, he's he's my best friend. He's going to come over whenever he wants. You just have to be, you have to be okay with it or we're done. And I'm like, oh, well, that's fucking shitty. I don't like ultimatums. Uh, so, again, we go and this bitch was so selfish. She never, you know. She's probably listening to this right now. She never did that own. to me. Did what? You know. Oh. But I did that to her. And, oh, that bitch. And. The fingers. She never gave me the flesh. Never gave me the flesh. There you go. And I did everything I could to make like. Uh, have you ever seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Yes, I love that. Fucking you, you know the hat that he says has giver yeah. on it. Yeah, I was that hat, and I was like, all right, yo, you're gonna be the one that comes first, literally, and like a gentleman, uh, uh, like a gentleman. Uh, but she never reciprocated. So I'm like, all right, that's fucking selfish as fuck. But whatever, uh, and. Uh, so we go on, and it you know, happens. We fool around a couple more times. We never want to have sex again. And fucking, all of a sudden, she just starts fucking ghosting me again. Like I don't hear from her. I don't get. It's so selfish, man. Yeah, and I don't get anything. And I'm like, again, I'm, it's because like it's two weeks, Dan. That I yeah. go like, I'm gonna see how long it takes for her to fucking respond to me. Two weeks, and I go, all right, you have one fucking day. <laughs> To respond to this text message, or you're never going to hear from me. It's like again. an episode of the Golden Girls. Yeah, and uh, she fucking goes, <laughs> goes, I lost the baby. I said, Oh my god, this is getting more like a soap opera. And I was dude. like, Yeah, of course you did. You took Plan B like several times. Yeah, she told you, you this. You already wanted. You mean you've been drinking since you knew you were pregnant. You've been getting oh, tattooed. Man. You've been doing everything in your power. To not think about it. Yeah, to not was. think about it, but then also to you know get rid of the baby. And now all of a sudden you're surprised that it happened. Mm-hmm. And then she threw in a fucking suicide attempt. And then they Jesus attacked. Bro, she Christ. had a scratch on her wrist. And she's like, 
I tried to cut my wrist. I was like, bitch, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, you wanted to fuck or something about suicide attempts. Like, bro. So, anyway, uh, we have one more conversation, and she goes, I'm going to go on vacation, and I'm going to go visit an ex boyfriend that lives in Oklahoma. And the only reason they broke up is because he lived in Oklahoma. There was no bad animosity between them. And I was like, wait, so you're going to go see a guy that you still have feelings for? Like, even though you and me have gone through all this shit? And I was like, okay, whatever. You know, do what you want to do. But uh, can I see you before we go? She said, no. And then I was like, all right, then that's it. I'm surprised it took you to get to that yeah. level to draw the line. And the, she, uh, she was like, I was like, that's it. I was like, whatever, you're never going to hear from me again. I'm never going to talk to you again. Like, our conversation. This is our last conversation. I hope you're happy. And then this bitch, again, had the audacity to say, K, letter K, as the last oh, text message. Fuck me. And come to find out, uh, Dan, I was dude number three. Oh, you were third on her chart? She had a boyfriend. <laughs> The best friend that Bro, kept no came in over. No wonder it was only six hours at a time. Yeah. It was, she, was, she was fucking... Dive, you know, she was you know, fucking what's mathematical si- about it. What's six times three? Nah, that's 24, bro. <laughs> yeah, so she had... <laughs> it's 18. 18. You have to sleep. She doesn't, yeah. she doesn't, she's not a sex maniac. No, dude. She's all about this hoe game. Yeah. She doesn't have time to sleep. She four different babies. Yeah. Seven different dudes. Uh, this fucking hoe bag. But yeah, so she fucking... Uh, I kind of, I hear from a bro. friend of mine that she's like, oh yeah, I know her. That's some like, juicy shit, man. Yeah, she was like, yeah, she was fucking like three dudes at the same time. I was like, oh, when was this? She's like, yeah, 2013. I was like, yeah, I was number three then. Uh, she had the dude ah, that she bro. was. No, I'm sorry, there was four guys total. God damn. The ex at the same time. Uh, yeah, the ex, <laughs> uh, the boyfriend. Do you guys all like uh, high five at the end? We never knew each other. We oh. didn't know. I mean, she was fucking. She was like a dude about this shit. I, I'm su- I'm surprised she didn't get a second cell phone at one point in time. This just fucking to, hoe, man. Dude, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, this fucking this is ridiculous, though. Right. But I think that's one of the things I, that relationship. Dan, I'm gonna, again, we're dropping truth bombs. I didn't have any feelings for her in the beginning. <laughs> she was like, did she said she was like. Uh, uh, we were just being they friendly. Me in the malls. We were just we were just being friendly, like having lunch together. Because during training, we would all have lunch. And this one nosy bitch in our uh, in our training class was like, "Do you like her?" And I was like, "I mean, yeah, she's fine. She's got a nice butt." And yeah, uh, I want to get in on them titties. That's what you should have said. I want to uh, get into Titty City. Yeah, and then I was you know was texting her about it, and she was like, "Well, I like you." I was like. Like what? Uh, she just wanted to get dicked down, man. Yeah, uh, and then so I was, I was like, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I totally like you. Yeah. And no, I didn't have any feelings for her eventually, and they came eventually. But then, as with anything, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, you put a couple seeds in the ground and you water it, and then yeah. it fucking it flourishes. It's the same thing with a hoe. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so she's just a weed in your yard, man. Exactly. But no, yeah, I was uh, number. Yeah, I think I was the third dude that she had just on a dick rotation. Good for her. Yeah. She's a sex enthusiast. She is. And fuck uh, her. For real, I've uh, I've thought I've That's almost so seen her. Man. Yeah, oh dude, I've so That's so manipulative. The thing is, Dan, that like her how she looks is trending right now. So like the girls with 
short she's round like, binary like hair like down to here and they have huge glasses she looks, looks like she's in antifa yeah and there's like yeah but i thought i have seen her at least half Shout a dozen out to times Fox news like half a dozen times around omaha and every time my heart goes like oh fuck you I just show me who bitch. she is i'm gonna i want to see i don't want to stalk her i want to see what she looks like okay yeah, we'll talk about her after the podcast yeah, maybe yeah. i like i sex her. have you ever heard of that no <laughs> I just I lure her in, make get me get myself on on her dick rotation, and then uh, break her heart. Oh, good, <laughs> do it. But I don't know. She might not recognize the last name. I'll just be a. Uh, I'll be my. Oh, I'll be my porn star name, which is John Elantra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. So, uh, but I have come up with the. The perfect, because this is the type of shit that I think about by myself. Yeah. Is, like, if I ever do see her, I'm like, oh, man. So you're still alive. Damn. That's unfortunate. And I'm just going to walk away. Don't put the that's unfortunate part. Just walk away. <laughs> yeah. But like. Oh, yeah. Oh. You're alive. Yeah. And then <laughs> you're, you're still alive? Fuck. Oh. Maybe yeah. it's changed. Maybe I, not. I don't think she has. See, here's the thing, Dan. I was one of those stupid dudes that like, I'm going to follow her Instagram see what she's Dude, doing. Dude, what are you doing, man? I was just being dumb. And she went through like, I get like three different dudes again. Like, got tattooed with That's like, what they do, man. and King and, yeah, it was she's just. fucking crazy. She's yeah. got brain damage, man. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. I don't know this bitch, but. Yeah. She, uh. She clearly sounds like she has some... Uh, you dodged a bullet with that one. I think so, too. Yeah, I think you dodged a bullet. So... But I think that's... that's the nicest way of calling her yeah. a fucking demon. Yeah. Uh, succubus. Succubus. Anyways. I don't know, but I, I think it helped me the best because it gave me the experience. Uh, it gave me, the, like, the sexual experience, for one, because I was 23. It was the first time I've ever kissed a woman. Yeah. Uh, did anything with a woman. So Kissed her butthole with your tongue. <laughs> Jesus. Eating that ass. <laughs> Eating that ass like it's groceries. Mm-mm. Um, like a pudding pop. <laughs> put my tongue in your pudding pop. <laughs> uh, but no, so I mean, I think I, it helped me a lot. It just, it gained that experience of, you know, just, yeah, that sexual experience. So I actually was like, oh, all right, it's, it's not all crap what it's cracked up to be. I mean, it's great, but also... Like, it ain't like nothing like How the like fuck porn. did we start talking about this? Uh, we started talking about I'm a man of my word and that I How is any of this about history? We started talking about... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> I just I just used my uh, listening superpower on Mike to tell me his entire 2013. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. exactly the entire 2013. But that's been about... That's an hour. I'm going to... Uh, call it right here because I have to go take a shit. Alrighty. Alright. Have fun. Bye bye. Bye guys.